Hi everybody, I'm Deacon Dave. And late Person Lisa. Welcome to the Deacon, Deacon Dave, Dave and Late Person Lisa Show. And so we are on to day three of Identity. So welcome back. And so we're on page 19 of the book if you are following along. And the title is, Who Do People Say That I Am? And of course, this happens when Jesus is talking to Peter, right? He's talking to all the apostles. Yes, that's true. Uh, but Peter is the one who was bold and had the wisdom of the Holy Spirit to know the answer. Right. And so this happens in Caesarea Philippi, which is in the northern part of the Holy Land. Very been, pagan area. Right, which was an interesting place for Jesus to choose to ask this question, right? And in, and in this, this gospel passage, Jesus reveals to Simon his deepest identity, but he only does it after... He says Jesus is the son of the living God. Mm. And so who am I can only be answered by first answering who is Jesus. Okay. Which I really love this, Lisa, Lisa, because, I mean, so often we think that we figure out our identity and who we are, but we truly don't know who we are until we know who Jesus is. Not just about Jesus, but actually being in a relationship with with Jesus. So that's kind of the first step is to be able to go, okay, well, who is Jesus? Mm -hmm. And then the second step is to let Jesus reveal to us who we are because God designed us and he knows us and he knows what and what and what our purpose is. Right. So I kind of wrote the notes wrong, but that's but okay. But yeah, you're right. I mean, shocking, who and what? Yeah, shocking to think that God knows more about us than we know about ourselves. The doors are moving, so that's why Lisa's looking there. The air must be coming on or something, and that's it's pulling it in. So we need to allow ourselves to be transformed, right? And Jesus gives us a dynamic invitation to become who we truly are by knowing who he is. So the first half of this book is dedicated to who Jesus is, Lisa. Yes, I wanted to um, say something about um, allowing ourselves to be transformed. So I heard this uh, great analogy of, you know, if we went to the beach and we sat out on the beach for um, some hours, we would, uh, in the sun, our, our skin would be transformed and um, either sunburn <laughs> or turn um, uh, tan. And the same thing happens to us in adoration or in front of Jesus in the tabernacle or when we spend time with Jesus, the sun transforms who we are on the inside. And like when you're just in the sun, in the sun on the beach, you don't have to necessarily be doing anything right. to have that external transformation. And the same thing is when you're sitting with Jesus. No, I agree with that. And, and Cardinal Sarah, right, in The Power of Silence, uh -huh. talks very much about how we can be transformed just by being quiet and being in the presence of God. That's why I like Fulton Sheen. Um, power Hour. Would recommend the Power Hour, right? The Holy Hour that the priests the priest in our diocese do right now. So what does the second half of this book explore in terms of what this means for us? It explores the four promises, which are we are made in the image of God. We have become children of God, his adopted chosen children through our baptism. And we are promised new names, new mm -hmm. creation. And we are destined for divinization. So Ooh. we are destined to uh, be like God. Is that, is that? Yeah, I mean, we, you know, we, we definitely are. We have power and authority. Yeah, we yeah, absolutely yeah. have power and authority through our baptism. And I think 
the Gospels, right, they are meant to be transforming, okay? And finding our identity in Christ can be very empowering. Knowing, I think so often Lisa will, will oh yeah, I know, I'm made in the image of God. I, yeah, I know, I've, I'm a child of God and he's given me a new name. And But we just, we just it's like something we're saying. It's a, we don't necessarily feel it. And I think that's a struggle with a lot of people. Right, and so we just need to be able to, to really enter into deeper relationship with God so that he can transform us. And so we can be empowered in our identity because of him. Now notice what I said, the gospel is meant to be transforming. Mm-hmm. Well, that means we could be reading the gospels. And Lisa's been doing some gospel reflections lately on a separate gig. And uh, but these reflections, right? The Lord will meet you in the gospel because mm-hmm. it is His Word. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is Him, and He will speak to you. Mm-hmm. And so we need to slow down and be intentional to allow that to happen. Oh, I have a. Uh, since we don't have a takeaway, I have a. <laughs> they, uh, they didn't know that. I have a si- an assignment. Okay. So um, the gospel is meant to be transforming, or just the scripture in general, right? Um, because it's the word of God, and I would suggest that everybody find a scripture verse that helps them know in their heart what or uh, wh- who what their identity is. Oh, that's a good assignment. So uh, if you're in the SMP program, get to work. I'm Deacon Dave. See you next time.